Hello, world, and thank you for joining me today. This is Shelley Shearer, and you are listening to the podcast Coulda, Woulda, Shoulda, where if I've experienced it, I'm going to share it with you. If I've learned it, I'm going to tell you about it, and always some education along the way. Good morning, world. Shelley Shearer here, and welcome to the show. I've been offline for a couple of weeks, and I, if anyone was looking, yes, I did delete a uh, podcast. I almost have never done that in the two, three years I've been doing this, two, two and a half years I've been doing this. But you know what? There's, I don't even remember exactly everything that was in it, but I went away on vacation and something was just sort of nagging at me. I wasn't comfortable with some of the things I had to say for whatever that reason may be. So uh, I will be redoing actually the, the podcast titled uh, Say When, Not If, because actually that subject I would like to expand upon. Whereas that podcast, I got talking about vacation and other things. <laughs> and it was like, hmm. Anyway, so you know what? Sometimes life, uh, you make a decision and then you realize later, could have done a little better with that one. Uh, I'm not going to lie. It has been a challenging summer in some aspects. Uh, letting things, just feeling a little overwhelmed again. Trying to find some balance. Running out of time all the time. But we are in the middle of August, and it looks like we have found renters, students for our for our home and our suites. So that will relieve some of the pressure and get some of that off our plate, because that will just be settled. Do you know what it's like when you have things at the back of your head and your schedule is already so full, and then you add a project onto it? I swear, it's just like, where's the time? I need a nine-day work week. That's, that's, I told my husband that yesterday. I need a nine-day work week. And unfortunately, what happens, especially myself, I don't know if this is something that you can relate to, when I start feeling a little overwhelmed or things sort of come across my path, depending on what's causing the emotional reaction, I can tend to shut down a little bit and start getting a bit resentful, resentful of the responsibilities, resentful of my time that I don't have to myself. We just came back from a vacation up in, my parents have a really, really old house up in a place called Penticton, British Columbia. It's in the Okanagan Valley. I live there as a small child. It's my second home. I will retire there. I absolutely love it there. But we only went up for a week this time. Um, here's the positive part. I really managed my energies better this time and really created some boundaries. And even though I had company in my house the entire time, I was able to manage my fibro and not crash and not just lose it. Now, you're going to laugh. Um, I went on vacation and lost three pounds. Yeah, I don't know how that happens. It's just like seriously. But I didn't drink as much as I normally do on vacation and, and almost no night drinking. And that's killer. When you drink at night, that's just sugar going straight into your bloodstream and you're going to sleep. Yeah, no. Uh, and really just craved no junk food. So that was probably something to do with it because on top of it, we're a lot more active than I am at home. We're up and down the beaches, we're on the boats, we're doing the canal, a lot of walking. <clears throat> so yeah, I come home from vacation expecting, you know, to go on my weekly watch what you eat and get yourself cleaned up. And instead it's like, really? Okay, <laughs> I'll take it. But it was, it was just such an odd experience. So I had this odd experience, which in, that was great. I also had some negative stuff on this trip as much as that was very positive and I really managed my energies and my boundaries and when I'd had enough for the day, I just excused myself and let my guests go do their thing. Uh, 
I arrived at the house and it was a disaster. You know, my family's been using it and no one's cleaning it. It's my vacation. My mom hasn't been up there. She's getting older. Her one of her bathrooms is leaking everywhere and falling apart. And I'm just like, this isn't fair. Like, I just had this whole moment of wanting to, you know, stomp my feet and throw a little temper tantrum. But guess what? It is fair. This, I mean, this is, well, that might not be fair, but this is life. And my parents are very elderly. My father has dementia. My mother's managing on her own. She's a control freak that will ask for nothing. She's getting, she's get, not even getting basic repairs done up there. And it just, it's getting to the point where we're just sort of waiting for her to ask for help because when you offer, she just flips a lid. So it's like, what do you do about a situation like this? Well, as it turned out, I rallied my sister and I said, listen, you're the one that controls the purse strings and you're the one that she listens to. She's not going to listen to me because she'll consider it self-serving. But you got an insurance claim on your hands. My mom's sink and, and, and uh, bathtub were putting a gallon of hot water down the drain every single hour on the hour. Now, I am a bit of a conservationist. I lost my mind. I'm not going to joking I, I, or candy coat this. I lost my freaking mind when I saw this. Now, the sink's been leaking for five years. Does she fix it? No. But when they leave, they turn the water off in the house. So it's not like it's doing it when they're not there. But on top of it, the bathtub is also leaking because the pipes have got a crack in them down into the basement where she's got this garbage can. My mom's 76. She can't empty a garbage can full of water. And my father is completely disabled at this point for as far as usefulness. Uh, he shuffles and has no memory. And I mean, he's, he's just a few months away from being in a home, really. Oh, my goodness. So, yes, I'm not going to I'm not going to candy coat this. But you know what, my, my husband, so many reasons why I married that man, you know, talks me off the ledge and he just gets to it. We spend the first full day of our short vacation this year uh, renting weed eaters and getting her property under control and cleaning the house and getting the taps fixed. We can't fix the tub. That's a whole tear out job by a plumber. And you know what? Carried on with our vacation. I guess the comment I could make there right there is mindset. You have to change how you think about the situation and develop a mindset of getting it done, moving forward, solving the problem versus wallowing. And I'm not going to lie. I spent a good three hours a little bit bitter and wallowing. But anyways, uh, I op also opened up today's uh, meditation book and today's date is free, free, feel free to open your heart. And I thought, okay, that's not really anything I think I want to speak on today, but actually... It does because I read sort of into it a little bit further and that's where I was talking about the shutting down and sort of protecting yourself. I was feeling also a little bitter and instead of just opening my heart and saying, you know what, I choose to love my mother <laughs> despite our struggling relationship. Uh, I accept that she's the age that she's at and that it's my time in life to kind of step up to the plate a little bit despite um, whether it's convenient or not is really what it boils down to. And the bottom line is we had a free place for vacation. The house is an absolute gong show. It is so old. It is original 1954. It has never been updated. Uh, new piece of carpet in the living room. Original lino, original kitchen, original bathroom upstairs. Basement's unfinished. Um, it looks exactly like it did when I lived there. I'm 53 when I was three. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's, uh, it's quite funny. But you know what? It's a memory. It's home. It's gifted to us. So... Find the gratitude in situations because it really did make all the difference to my frame of mind once I sort of got my head around that. Nobody was being served by my bitterness. 
No one was being served by my little temper tantrum. And I'm putting that out to the universe. Well, by spending the rest of the week very consciously having gratitude and enjoying my friends, I came home to have a chat with my mom and it was a very positive chat. I will have to involve her in the process, which is painful. She can't make a decision to save her life. So I'm going to have to suffer through her having her two bits for us to get this bathroom done where I really just want to hire a contractor, pick out a toilet, a sink, a bathtub and tell him to go for it. I don't get to do that. It's not my house. But still, she needs this help. The family all uses this property and, uh, and we need to get it. We need to get it fixed before we have a flooded basement. That changed everything because I swear what goes out in the universe comes back. And so by me not being bitter at her all week and putting that negative emotion out there that she easily in the universe could have picked up on, hopefully she just picked up on the gratitude that we showed her when we got home and the feelings we'd had all week and she's compliant to getting the work done. It's a big win. So summertime for us here in North America is a little tough in northern in Canada because we truly have seasons in a very short summer. So we tend to, that's the word I'm looking for, hoard it as best we can and it goes by so quickly. It is the middle of August and already the evenings are cool and our leaves are starting to turn and I'm like, no, my goodness. And you add in a summer vacation I swear all Canadians should just stay home for summer because it's the only time that our own country is gorgeous and beautiful because we're about to hit rain for three months and then snow and then rain for four more months and then we'll have another three, four months of summer. And <laughs> not like a lot of other places live. So we, you'd think we would get our, get our heads around this, but apparently not. So we go away and there's weekends that are just, they just fly by. There's only really eight great ones and they fly right on by. And here we are two weekends away from the end of summer and I don't even know where it went. Our yards, my yards actually aren't even at, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, entertainment level. And it's just about time to shut them down for the year and, and move into fall. Well, that's craziness. I don't even know what's going on. This is a really good example of many of the podcasts I've done in the past about being in the moment and truly living for the now. When you get older, time passes. So if you're one of my younger listeners, uh, be really clear on that. If you haven't heard it before, I'm surprised. But if you have and you shake your head, take my word for it. It's shocking when you wake up and look in the mirror one day and realize that you're not 21 anymore because inside, you know, I'm still living the life full of my memories and uh, my memories are full of things I did when I was 21. Realizing that's not how the world sees you. Time goes by way faster. It's the thought of actually... If I literally had to be separated from my husband for a year, I wouldn't even blink an eyelash. Like I'd be like, okay, if it's necessary or whatever, whatever reason we had to do it, we can suck that up. I couldn't even imagine in my 20s of being separated for a year or two from a spouse and thinking, how will the relationship make it? Oh my gosh, a year goes by so fast. I, to me, that's just, it's just nothing anymore. So young people and people my age that are listening to you, I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. So let's just talk, you know what, we might as well, it's free, you're open, uh, you're free to open your heart. There was a time when you believed that the only way to protect yourself was to shut down and close your heart. But this is the whole lessons about life. We have learned so much. We have learned the powers of honesty, compassion, forgiveness, and kindness. We don't want to be stuck or trapped. So open up your heart. Now, the reason I, I think I want to touch on this today is because I'm sitting at a crossroads right now with the rental of our suite. 
and I've got three people to choose from and I'm going to disappoint someone today. And it's, that's a hard thing to do. They're all, all lovely. Uh, but I'm meeting a young lady today that she will be the catalyst of who I put with her because she's a long-term renter and she wants the larger bedroom. So, you know, that steady income for us that pays the mortgage, that has to be the catalyst. Where do I go from there? Unless, you know, I don't like what I see. Opening up my home and trying to have faith when we've made some, you know, horrendous mistakes in, in this past year and in life in general, but especially, I don't know if I ever mentioned it for my regular listeners, that we brought in a young man at the end of uh, the spring, early summer, end of spring, yeah, that ended up just being an alcoholic and he was bipolar and off his meds and we still had our exchange student living with us. It was, it was devastating and you just have to look at yourself and say, how did I have such bad judgment? Like how? Now, the other side of that equation is I can look at it. We saw the signs really quickly and got him help, got him back to his family, got him help really fast. Maybe that's all the, maybe that's all God wanted from us. Maybe that's all our job was in that situation. As well, we did the exchange thing last year and that was a complete idiocy in, um, in judgment. Loved my kids. I miss them so much. I miss my Alex so much. <laughs> and Maria was just such a joy in our home. But that was a lot of work and not what I should have been doing with what I, you know, that wasn't reaching my goals in life. Great experience, great kids, but that particular endeavor wasn't for us. We don't have children at home still. It really, it really was a big disruption to my work life and with my limited energy, um, with everything else I had going on. So there's times when I, you know, I look at decisions and I try my best and I pray and I try and f f read the situation and you still make mistakes. And sometimes I think, why? Why can't we just get it right? Bottom line is I'd rather have an open heart and make a mistake than have a closed heart and live half a life. And I've always been this way. I am way too trusting. Everyone tells me that. I, make, I meet people and I, I create bonds too quickly, sometimes in error. But I wouldn't give up the fact that that is the type of person that I am for all the rewards that, that come with having an open heart, having an open home, having an open mind. I just wouldn't give that up. So if it means, I've said this a numerous times over my life, if it means I get burned once in a while or bad things happen, I am old enough now to realize that I'm willing to accept those consequences because nobody, first of all, succeeds without failure. So that's a huge lesson I learned in business. Why shouldn't that apply to your personal life as well? Does that kind of make sense? So when uh, Melody BD talks about this, I definitely have more of an attitude that I can leave when I want and I can say what I want and I no longer need to protect my heart. That's a big thing in a marriage, by the way. My husband and I have, you know, many times over the years have had some, some problems and some issues. We are, he's a terrible communicator and I'm very emotional. As well, in some ways we are not suited at all. <laughs> in other ways, he's all I need in life because the way, the way this life is going for me, he was the support network I needed. But there are just a lot of personality issues that really we struggle with. And there have been times when both of us, uh, really, ex especially him, because he gets hurt very easy, has guarded his heart. And when you're doing that, you're not giving your all to the marriage. You're not in it 100%. And if you don't think that's noticeable, take my word for it. It is. Even if it's subconscious or unconscious, the energy of complete and utter lack of trust or complete and utter trust that's missing is really what I meant to say does show up. It just shows up. 
in so many ways. So just kind of be conscious of that. So, you know, I feel more free now. I'm free to open my heart, free to, and you're free to open your heart to the universe. Do it. You'll be surprised. And so I think you will be so blessedly happy with what comes, what the universe has to tell you, what messages are out there and the support that you need. But if you can also accept that nothing is perfection and nothing is 100%, you have to take the good with the bad. The goal here is to go out there and get greatness, knowing that there's going to be trials and tribulations. But isn't that greatness worth it? For me, it is. A life of mediocrity is just not acceptable for me. I have truly always been that way. I just never really was very conscious about it. That is what's changed. So open your heart to the world, to the people who live in it, and open yourself up to creation. Open yourself up to creativity. Open your heart to yourself, to God, and to life. Life will become magical. There are times in my life where I truly do have a magical life. I spent the evening the other day with my good friends, Mary and um, Sharka and Tracy. My girlfriend Tracy lives in the States. Her children are my godchildren. And I make a lot more time now for my girlfriends with some one-on-one. -on -one. And my husband's so supportive. I mean, he's never been in my way. But it was really more me just needing to rest or hide. And no, although, you know, I have to, again, manage the energies and such. Those friendships bring such strength and support to my life. I really just don't know how I would carry on without them. So think about that when you're making choices about, you know, where to go and what to do and who do you open your heart to and where do you spend your energies? It's something to really consider. What truly brings, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, well, you know what, just support and joy. What brings meaning into your life? Now, we went out to Penticton, had friends here in the neighborhood spend five days with us. They were so, they're so easy to travel with. That was easy for me. Friends that we see, they always come down on the long weekend for uh, Hoogie and Tanya come down for his birthday. It is a tradition that's been going on for a decade. So we never miss that. And these are, these are just kind of set things. My other girlfriend, Cindy, and her daughter, Dominique, who's uh, my, like my niece, and she's going off to school back east this year. They came and spent a few days. And Cindy and I got to have a day, an afternoon of just us girl time. And again, we just, we just treasure that time. New memories. We make a point of, of making sure we, we truly create memories, not just hang out. We ended up going to an outdoor concert for Peach Fest on our own. The boys didn't want to go. Everyone was really exhausted. I was too, but I had rested in the afternoon. So it was like, let's go. She really wanted to see the band. And I was like, I'm going with you. Well, you know what? Best decision I made. It was girl time and her gorgeous daughter came and dropped us off and picked us up so we could have some champagne. So, you know, the night just worked out so perfectly because instead of shutting myself down, I opened myself up and said, what can I handle? Can I make this happen? And I told the universe I wanted it. I wanted this memory. I wanted this activity. Let's make the energy happen. And it did. And it was wonderful. The sad part was my dear girlfriend, Birta, who usually comes down the following night for a different concert. Her son, my other nephew, is going off to Europe and they couldn't make it down. So that was sad. But the nice thing again, universe supplies, she's been down to my house this spring numerous times, more times than I usually see her in a year. So you know what? We take the, we take the good with the bad. We take the pros and the cons and we make the most of what we have at the time. I encourage you. That is the end of my message. That is my encouragement to you today. Make the most of what you have at the time.
it's really all you can do in life. Everything else, we all think that we're so in control. Well, really, we're only really in control of how we feel and how we react to situations. I'm not sure we have as much control as we think we do, but at the same token, I'm also of the believer that we attract a lot into our life. So perhaps that's, you know, I'm being a bit of a dichotomy there. I think both hold true, though. I think it's very important to be in the moment and to ensure that you are you are living in that moment, you are in, making memories in that moment, and you're treasuring it, having gratitude. Uh, you can accept that everything is not in your control. I mean, that maybe that's a better way of putting it. It's not that we can't attract amazingness into our life, but you really don't have the control of, of your life and everyone else's around you as you as some of us control freaks probably think that we do. So open yourself to it. Open your heart, live in the moment, and have gratitude, make the memories. Have a great day, everyone, and I'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you for joining me here today. And if you subscribe to my podcast, you won't miss a thing. Remember to focus on not living in regret. You can reach me on Twitter at livingwell8 or email me at livingwellwithshell at gmail.com. Let me know what you like best about today's podcast, leave a review on iTunes, or leave me a message on something you'd like me to speak on next. Have a great day, everyone.